thank you for joining FBS Fireside, a faith-based radio program designed specifically to bring men to life by bringing life to men. My name is Jaworski Vance, and I'm on the line with my dear friend and brother, amazing father, coach, counselor, teacher, pastor, Tally Gaynor. Tally, how you doing today, man? Oh, man, I'm doing super duper. I'm so excited to just be a part of this fireside chat as we continue to throw these sticks in the fire to um, to light a flame and bring warmth and comfort to the world, especially our men that need to know that they can definitely uh, live outside of the covers. <laughs> amen. Amen. Ain't that the truth? But look, let's do like we always do, man. Let's make sure we invoke the spirit of God into this conversation. And you mind bringing us in with a word of prayer? Oh, without a doubt. Father God, we just thank you for right now. We thank you for the awesome faith that you've given us in this world. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank, thank you for the breath of life. Father God, even now, we're not uh, blind or ignorant to the ills of the world right now. So we pray and intercede all of those that's been affected uh, or affected by uh, what's going on in the world. And, and, and God, we just thank you now that we're going to bring life and love and liberty to this space that we're in. God, we're going to continue to proclaim your word. We're going to do it with a spirit of love and truth. And we pray for our, our men, our fathers, our brothers, and our sons, uh, that we seek to target and encourage and uplift. So, God, we pray for this time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thanks so much for that. You know, it's amazing, Dwarf. Even, when I, even in that prayer, um, I think the Bible is very clear about it. It says, you know, it doesn't take all of that sometimes. It takes just the spark. And I think there's no better way to talk about a fireside chat without talking about how how a fire gets started. <laughs> right, right. I agree. I agree. Yeah, Fathers, Brothers, and Sons is a nonprofit. I started back in 2015, and it's just been growing the relationships. And the uh, mission of the organization is basically to deal with fatherlessness and racial reconciliation. Fatherless mm. and racial reconciliation, and hence this uh, radio program, because we want to try to help deal with some of the spiritual battles that this country, this nation, and in particular that men have to deal with in their walk with God, because the creation is waiting with eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. And sometimes it's hard, especially in America. Right. Especially Amen. In America. Well, yeah, you know, Dorothy, that that is so important you share those things because I know a lot of times in this, I will call it uh, racially excited world that we in, right? You know, I don't know how you want to put it, but like we have these these little wildfires all over the world um, that's sparking from that conversation. And the truth is, is that, you know, God will give you a foresight, right? He gives you this hindsight, foresight, insight. So when he gave mm. you this, this vision and mission, Right. The fact that you would be talking about uh, fathers, brothers and sons and racial reconciliation and how the shelf life of that of that of that topic and mission is still viable today. I mean, you said back in 2012, 14, I'm like, we're in 2020 and we're still right there in the middle of it. So right. you know, we thank God for that. Yeah, I don't I don't see it as being something that's going to go away anytime soon, Tally. And just mm. to give the listeners a little bit more background about what happened, I'd like to share a little small piece of my testimony that um, I've kind of grown out of that's been a huge help in this time that we live in. I'm originally from Mississippi, and my father killed himself one week before my ninth birthday. He was a black male, okay, growing up in Mississippi. And I was really, really upset and angry at him for the longest time. 
And I only really have two memories of him growing up. One of them, I think I just kind of conjured as a young man, a, a idea of me fishing with him. I don't really even know if that happened. Um, but the other one was an opportunity or a time he took me to a, a club with him. Uh, but let me advance to the point. Um, I grew up with a lot of hatred in my heart because of what happened with my dad because he wasn't there. And then hate has a way of attaching itself to anything. And being a young, gifted black man in Mississippi, guess what? I learned how to hate white people, okay? Mm. That that was easy to do. You know, I had Emmett Till and Mega Evans and Dr. King, and, you know, I was, I was pretty uh, smart and I knew history, so I kind of adopted some beliefs because of what happened with my dad that really took on a new life because of what was happening in the city, in the state. Wow. Man, Jay, you know, when you said that, I mean, it, it's just amazing because there's steps to that. There's steps to it. I think one thing that we talk about a lot is identity. You know, I mean, I know we have a racial, you know, I know there's race matters. You can talk about all day, but I believe even before you get there, especially, uh, we'll say for the male, the black male, an identity crisis uh, that is affecting and infecting, you know, the world on a whole nother level. And so that's what I heard when you spoke about that situation is that, you know, when a, when a father, when a son loses his father or he doesn't have a father in his life, right. There, there's an immediate identity crisis that begins to occur in that young man's life. And that's oftentimes true. that identity crisis turns into chaos, you know, um, and that, and you know, that's why fathers, brothers and sons in this conversation is so um, valuable for our listeners, because trust me, this is not about controversy. This is about trying to create um, positive, uh, conflict resolutions to some problems that we've all experienced. You know, even you can speak on the black male side, but on the white male side, the young man whose father didn't kill himself, but his father killed black men or his father mm -hmm. was a slave owner. There's still an identity crisis that occurs on that end because as he grows up and he begins to partner with and have, you know, play games with other little black boys and he's now having a crisis. So here it is. You know, we have both identities, both sides of the male spectrum going through a crisis. Right, right. And that's the basis of uh, fathers, brothers and sons. And I'm glad you brought that up, because one of the things one of the uh, things I heard in that was it takes a king to raise a king. Mm. Right. And there's a scripture that says in the Bible, how can you love God if you, if you don't even love a brother that you see? Because you can't right. see God. Right. How can right. you love a spirit when you won't even share love with your, your fellow brothers? And I think that's probably even more difficult when you have children, young men and women, uh, and men especially, young men especially, for the purposes of this show, um, when you don't have a father there to show you love. And I can right. say from personal experience, I was angry at God, you know, for 30 years, you know, because of what happened with my dad. You know, because a mm. father should be a conduit for love from God to his children. Right. And that's why, you know, I, I wanted to really kind of focus on it takes a king to raise a king for this particular uh, introductory show. Wow. And, you know, this for those that's listening out there, if you at any point want more information about the organization, uh, we would like for you to go to fbssons.org. Uh, just to get some information, see some see some different things that we have going on. Uh, FBS, though we're moving into a more public space, uh, we have been doing. Uh, you know, how long have you been doing newsletters for Jaworski and sending them out? Uh, since we started the organization officially in 2015. 
Yeah, yeah. So we're going over five years of just sending out information, not just that, um, providing very powerful interactions, um, exposures, and interactions with, with, among races, among fathers and sons. I mean, like I said, the truth is, is it's just as powerful when we see um, one of our, our, our young sons on the golf course with a white male or a black male because, once again, part of whole, all of SBS is also about bridging these generational gaps. You know, the fact that you spoke about your father, right? The goal is, like my dad, you know, my dad was in my life, but he was, he was away from my life because he was in the military uh, up until the age of 14, so he was away from the family. And with that being said, I never got to really know my grandfather. You know, the Bible says a, fa- a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Well, we have so many fractures between the son and the father that we, we don't we very often get a chance to talk about our grandfather. Right. Fracture. And so, you know, one of the goals with FBS is definitely to be able to, to bring these generational, close those gaps. We have a gap. We have an achievement gap, even when it comes to fathers, brothers, and sons, because <laughs> it's in generations. Right, right. And I would hope that after having an opportunity to experience this show, that men feel that they can find a place to be fed, a place where they can be led, and a place where they can learn to be the head, okay, and where Mm. they can realize that it takes a king to raise a king. With that in mind, I'd love to uh, plug in this amazing song, man. It's one of my favorite songs to listen to by this artist off the uh, West Coast. His name is Bizzle, and it's a song called King. Mm. So let's listen to that and we'll be right back. You don't do it like the king do. Yeah. Everybody king. And we're back, man. I love that song. I mean that I mean when I listen to it, I like, oh man, it just it just reminds me, you know, Jay, one of the things when we first started connecting, we started playing chess. Right? And the concept of take the king to raise a king or king me is more of a checker concept, but when you play chess, it's all about the king, protecting that king and positioning pieces around that king so he cannot be taken out. And that's one of the concepts of understanding value amongst our young men. I mean, when you talk about a king, mm, man, it's like right. it takes a king to take, raise a king, but a king that's raising a king must understand their value. And I think in your testimony, uh, it is so powerful because it's, it can break your heart because I experienced it personally myself where I, I considered suicide at the age of 19 on the eve of becoming a father to my daughter, right? My daughter was born January 3rd, uh, but November, back in November 22nd, I was in the emergency room uh, getting my stomach pumped about mm. two months before my daughter was born. Because once again, I had not even, I had no understanding of my identity nor value of my position as a king or even a young king getting ready to begin to raise kings and queens. So that song, you know, is just acknowledging us We've always read that scripture, and I think it's a cliche, like, you know, uh, we're a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. We said it so much that do we really understand what it's saying? And this song emphasizes that, and so I appreciate it. When you turn me on to it, I'm like, yep, there's my theme song. <laughs> yeah, this was, he really brings pain in that song. And, you know, one of the things I heard, too, telling me, you were talking about on the eve of your, your daughter's birth and the challenges that you face. kind of remind me of Jesus, right? You know, mm. before Jesus even came into the world, you know, there was a bounty on his head. Mm. There was a bounty. There was something there that was his opposition, his obstacle to basically take him out. You know, King Herod had a bounty on his head. He wanted him dead. He did not want him to ever be uh, the king of the Jews. 
Okay, they didn't, you know, when they heard, when Herod heard that there would be another king coming, he immediately went on the warpath, just like you were talking about in chess. Men have the same issue and problem in their families and throughout this country where mm. we have bounties on our heads that either, hey, look, we want you to take yourself out. You know, the enemy has set up many obstacles and traps for other people to take you out. You know, so that at the end of the day, your children, the arrows that you are supposed to launch out of your boat into the world, they don't get launched because you're not available. Wow. And, you know, of course, you know, we because we've done so much in in our space, you know, there's a scripture. I'm going to throw it in there because I think it's very relevant to what you just indicated. It's like we like to sometimes call we gonna throw some humanity for this insanity because uh, we're going to touch on some topics, you know, that that will go right to the core. I mean, many people live in a space where they say, you know what, just forgive and forget, or, you know, we're going to move past that. We're not going to dwell on the past and what I went through. But I, I find out so many times that people really are not moving past it. They're really being stuck. And then they're not achieving their full potential because they're not even are able to articulate their past, present, and future possibilities. But Revelation chapter 5, this is kind of what you just kind of said, actually tw chapter 12, verse 5, it said it very clearly here. It says, she gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. Her child was snatched up to God, to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness, a place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of. Now, that was the beginning of the war breaking out in heaven. That's before you, where you hear the verse that talks about, and a war broke out in heaven, and Michael mm -hmm. and archangels fought against this dragon. Mm -hmm. You know, I, when I studied it, that, that battle was a result of a male child being born. Mm -hmm. And the dragon was after the male child. Mm -hmm. And the battle took place to, to protect that male child. And here we right. are in 2020, still fighting battles to protect the male child. Right. And, you know, this is one of those instances that reminds me of what God says. There's nothing new under the sun. Right. Mm, come on. You know, and so the battle <laughs> and the war that we are up against, you know, we want to minimize it to something racial, minimize it to something socioeconomic. But the reality is this. Separate and apart from God, we're all in trouble. Separate and apart from God, we it'll be really difficult to realize our full purpose and potential. But when we really recognize that he is a good, good father, and that's a uh, shameless plug into this next song I want to listen to uh, for our listeners, um, we once we recognize that he's that good father, then we can develop into being just the person, people, that chosen people. Mm. Gosh, that royal that, priesthood. That <laughs> royal priesthood. That holy that nation. nation. Holy nation. That holy nation. That holy hey, you nation. know what's so crazy nation. about that? Go ahead. You said it, Jay. You said good, good father. Good, good right. father. I think, I, I, it's not just good father. It's good, good. Good, Because I think that there's, there's a good father, right, by position, but then there's a good father that's a godly father. Because, Amen. you know, growing up, one of the things that happens in our community, right, Oh, well, my, man, hey, my father's a good man because he provided, right? He took care of the family's needs. But the, the good, good father, right, is also the father that leads them in the way of righteousness, right? right. And shows them the, their true value and true worth. Not just mm -hmm. working hard is how you get what you want in life. It's the, 
it's the godly principles that makes a good, good father. And so what we promote on this right. in our organization, on this show, we're looking for the good, good father. Right. We just we did a lot of men that are doing good work for their families. But we're looking for that next level. That's something that we're going to challenge you on. We challenge ourselves on every day. Right. <laughs> but that's, that's an amazing right. song to lead into. Chris Thomas. Good, good father. Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like. Oh, man. Yeah. I tell you, Jay, when I first heard that song, The Good, Good Father, I mean, first it just pushed you into this an amazing melody. I mean, you know, growing up, everybody talked about the, the lullaby, right? You know, but, but when you began to really talk more about fatherhood, there's so much healing that comes with that. And I thank God that you've been able to articulate your past and I've been able to articulate mine because with that comes an amazing source of power and healing. Because the Bible says, the blood of the land and the power of their testimony is how the dragon was defeated. And here we are today, you know, having the same opportunity to defeat the dragons of this world. Racism, poverty, you know, and all these things that are coming against uh, people. Right. And all of those are genuine consequences of fatherlessness. Going back to what you said mm. uh, before we listened to Good Good Father, and that is the identity crisis, the war on the male child, the war for the men not being the priest, the provider, and the protector of their homes, uh, the war to get us thinking that we are something or someone other than who God created us to be. You know, that was a scripture that comes to mind when I think about, you know, this entire conversation about, uh, you remember when Jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days, you know, and then he came out and Satan tempted him. He says, if you be the son of God, change this stone into bread. Right. And I, and I always challenge people in that, that scripture. And I ask myself, so what is the temptation? You know, I, I teach the, the youth group at church on occasion. I love asking young people, what is the temptation? Then they always say, well, to turn the, turn the stone into bread. I said, well, let's look at it a little longer. What is the real temptation? And, and the temptation that I get out of that scripture is, you know, is he going to pr- prove to the enemy does he feel the need to prove that he truly is the son of God? Because right. he starts that conversation by saying, if you be. And part of the challenge is, you know, for somebody like me, you know, my dad wasn't around. I didn't know him. And I had my dad's genes, you know, resonating in my spirit. And I didn't have anybody to teach me, tell me. I have two sons myself. You know, and my boys are amazing. You know, and I tell them all the time, I, hey, look, it's not just my job to teach you what I know, it's to teach you what I'm learning, okay? So whatever phase of develop, development I'm in as a man, it's my job to transfer that to my son. And then right. furthermore, whatever stage of development I'm in with my walk with God, that, now that's what you were talking about, right? Becoming that good, good father, Right. I don't just want to right. be a father that, you know, buys this <laughs> stuff, you know, and teach them how to play basketball. Oh, that's fine. Well, Dad, okay, that's cool. You know, but I want to be that good, good father where when I asked him, what, what the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? I asked my son that the other day, man, it brought me so much joy. And he said, of all wisdom, Daddy. You know, and that's a good feeling to know that you are giving your children, you're activating the king that's in them by plugging them into the word of God. That's one of the reasons why this is called Fireside Chat. You know, we, we talk a lot, Jay, and, you know, the reality of it is we're going to have some amazing people plug in with us. 
Um, but with that being said, we've, we've been, had a chance to activate so much about a fire, if you will. You know, fire does so much. And so when you can see that fire, you know, activating it in, in, uh, in, in in your children's lives, you know, me too, having two sons, that's kind of our, that's kind of our unique connection, right? You know, not only did we started playing chess, we discovered that we have two sons around the same age going through similar journeys. And it's like, man, how good is God when he will give you, you know, we talk about Joshua and Caleb, but you not know we have more modern day. We got Jaworski and Tally. (laughs) We got FBS. That's the other part of our conversation. Right. Is that one of the things that we're what we're going to we're going from me to we, you know, that's one of the greatest elements that's in part of fatherhood training is making sure fathers go from a, a this. OK, it's all about me to really it's about we, you know, not right. all what I can provide for my family, but how can I empower my family? Right. To provide for each other. Hmm. Right. That's the whole concept of, you know, it takes a king to raise a king because ultimately a king has to have kingdom mindset. And a king has to realize that it's not all about him. It's not all about what you can do. Not by power, not by might, but my spirit, my says, spirit the Lord. says the Lord. And so, you know, this is, I would have to say, Jade, it's got to be part one. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we, I look forward to part two. I mean, I, I will be back. <laughs> well, I hope so, because we, we're supposed to host this show together. Okay. <laughs> look, now that I think about it, uh, it takes a king to raise a king because of all the great work that you did with Let the Word Do the Work is the only reason I'm on radio now as we speak. So thank you. I appreciate all the coaching, <laughs> all the uh, encouragement, and, and the king or the nation. So yeah. having said that, Tally, let's let's um, let's wrap up with a little prayer, and then we're gonna close out with our uh, Don Lawrence as a king in you. And uh, since you open, I'll close. Is that okay? Great, awesome, all right, fantastic. Well, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for all of the listeners who had an opportunity to join us on this uh, radio program. We ask that you meet them where they are, bless them how you want to bless them, give them a peace that surpasses understanding in the times that we face dealing with all the racial upheaval, all of the economic challenges, all of the mental and emotional stresses that are trying to pull them away from you into some deep, dark, distant place. Lord, pull them out. With your light, let this program be a light and, and let you be glorified in that light more than anybody else, Father. We want you to have all the glory in everything that we do, that people's hearts and minds will be changed because of you, that they will recognize that they have a king and a queen living inside of them. Father, we love you and we trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, this has been great. Thank you all and see you next time.